Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Aviation Mentors. Uh, we're here live from Sun and Fun. Uh, unfortunately, Brandon had to leave early, but uh, I get to be here for the rest of the week. And I was out rocking around uh, the Warbird country, and I saw one of the most iconic and beautiful airplanes that I have ever seen, and it's going to be A-10 Warthog. It's a classic airplane. Everyone knows it. And uh, I have today here one of the pilots, Jake. And Jake, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's going on, man? I'm glad to hear you say that about our plane here. Uh, it's a beautiful aircraft. But, uh, you know, my path to wings, flying the A-10. Grew up always wanting to fly the A-10. I had a poster of it in my room growing up. It was always something I've wanted to do. Graduated high school, went to the Air Force Academy. That's where I got my pilot slot and then went to pilot training from there at Columbus, Mississippi for a year. And then I was fortunate enough to get the A-10 out of pilot training. And I've been flying it for about a year and a half now. I uh, have a approximately 150 hours in it. Um, started out with no flight time whatsoever to flight school. So I went from a uh, zero to hero in a year. Awesome. And, and what and, was that uh, like going through, uh, through flight so school? How was that? I mean, I've only seen the civilian flight school and I got my private. So what's it like going through military flight school? It's a pretty rigorous program. It's not easy. It is achievable. Someone like me, you know, who had no hours, I definitely struggled. Um, Air sickness was a big thing for me, so I was getting sick just about every flight for the first 20 or so flights throwing up. Uh, had to go to the spinny chair and get it kicked out of me. After that, I haven't gotten sick yet, knock on wood. But uh, it's tough. you got to be in the books constantly. You're studying on the weekends. Uh, you got to save a little time for yourself on Sunday. But uh, you'll finish with flight school about 100 to 150 hours. Uh, when I went through, your first six months are in the T-6 Texan II. And then from there, they'll either uh, split you into the T-38 or the T-1, and depending on what track you're going to fly. Crazy. And were you able to pick the plane that you got to fly? Or heavy aircraft for the T-1 and then the fighter-bomber route for the T-38. You do to a degree. So, um, yeah, every flight is graded in pilot training. And at the end, you're racked and stacked in your class. So I was in a class of uh, 10 to 12 people, and uh, the number one guy will get his first pick and it'll just work on down the list. And the Air Force will come to each pilot training class with X amount of planes, and they pretty much say you have, you know, these 10 aircraft to choose from. So there might be two to three F-16s, an F-22, an F-35, one A-10. Um, it varies for each um, class that comes through. And out of those classes, number one will put his preference, and it'll work down the list. So fortunately enough, you know, I was a middle-of-the-pack student, and uh, A-10 was number one for me. And I got it. No I one else wanted imagine. it. It's, it's a dream it come true. A childhood dream come true. It is. And talk about chasing that life. dream and finally getting yeah, to go so. do it. That's incredible. So beautiful airplane. What can you tell us about it? You know, walk us through everything. Um, obviously, a lot of people know what it is, yeah. but yep. not a lot of people know what it can do. So everything from, you know, max weight to fuel capacity and the weapons on board. Yep. Uh, so uh, max weight uh, in the air is about 51,000 pounds. And on a ramp, we're looking at 48,000 pounds. Our normal weight we use for planning is just over 30,000 pounds, holds 10,500 pounds of fuel. Um, we usually cruise around 250 knots, climb at 200. 
Uh, approach speed is approximately 140 um, based on your fuel weight. Uh, we can carry a plethora of weapons anywhere from the uh, standard 500 pound bombs up to the 2000 pounders and then we'll carry the uh, AGM-65 Maverick air ground missiles, uh, laser guided rockets, just about, I mean, the AIM-9s on the wing for self-defense. Carry it all. Uh, rugged landing gear, it can land on austere fields, so interstate highways, dirt, gravel roads. Um, it, it's meant to, uh, you know, be adaptable to the environment. It has incredibly redundant systems, so it has two hydraulic systems, so if one fails, the other one uh, can pick up all the control surfaces and still run on that. Uh, even the gun can run at a half-rate operation on one hydraulic system and fire, uh, still fire. Well, that must make maintenance a dream for them. Uh, engines, cool fun fact about them are they are interchangeable on either side. So the left engine can be put on the right side or the right on the left. Huh. It is, uh, <laughs> but I'm sure they have their hands full. It's an old aircraft. This one was built in 1982. Most yeah, of I'm our sure they are. And about how many are, are left? Late 70s, um, early 80s. So they're old planes and uh, we're fighting to keep them alive and uh, keep the swapping parts in and out of them. I think in the Air Force inventory, hey, we're sitting at approximately 280 total. We're out of Moody Air Force Base in Valdosta, Georgia. Okay. And there we have, give or take, about 50 jets there. They have uh, C-130s there and uh, the HH-60s. Those are the three types of aircraft they have at Moody and then uh, those other two aircraft help with our mission set. So we are a close air support aircraft, and that is our primary role to help the guy on the ground. But outside of that mission, we also do combat That's incredible. search and rescue. And I know you've so only been doing it down pilot. Like we're going to help said. find them uh, with so the H-860s and the C-130s It sure is with all that talking to everybody and talking to us with aviation mentors too. But, you know, uh, no, I, I really appreciate uh, I have not, with us but today. this is a great and what first else are you planning on doing? So that. are you planning on staying and flying this one for as long as you can? And uh, and then what? That's the intent. You know, I'm new, You like you said, and I, I have about two years left at Moody flying this. And then after that, I'll be looking at uh, going to a new location and my intent is to stay with the aircraft as long as possible it's going to be tough with them trying to get rid of the a10 and the future is a little uncertain right now but their chances are still high that it could stick around or my next assignment could be with the a10 our two other active duty bases are in osan korea and then uh, davis mountain air force base in tucson arizona so those are my two uh, primary options after here, but and, the Air Force uh, and we talk sends a lot people where they need them, so we could find ourselves back teaching pilot, pilot training, we haven't talked so much um, teaching about the next generation of A-10 pilot pilots, any sort. or so in a different airframe what as well. Is the, what does that career path look like um, as far as switching airframes, like you said? Is that a, a possibility? Uh, it's definitely a possibility to become a military pilot for sure. Um, I know a lot of guys that I've gone through pilot training with, you know, they had civilian flight time and they were airline pilots, regional pilots, and, you know, wanted to work for the military as well. So, you know, you need a college degree and then a commission as well. So there's a few different routes you can take to get that. If, you know, you're out of high school, you could go to the Air Force Academy or you could do ROTC at a college or even, uh, pretty much That's come incredible. up to a guard and, unit. Uh, 
and thank you for, for talking uh, with us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a blast. And, uh, everyone else, so, thank you for joining us with the Aviation Mentors today. We'll meet you live again today with another episode from day four of Southern Fun. Cool. Thanks, guys. Take care. See ya. As always, if you want to reach out to either one of us, you can reach us at Twitter or Instagram. You can reach me at Mr. Martini Guy, or you can reach Carson at Carson underscore AV17. And of course, as we prefer, reach us on our email, Brandon at AviationMentors.com or Carson at AviationMentors.com. And as a wrap up for the day, remember, we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride.